You're listening to the How Do You Hustle podcast with Bronte. The music industry is one of the hardest to break into. Tonight, we've got a veteran of the industry who's about to start on his own new project. We're talking to Adrian Sib from the Cowboys. Adrian, thanks for joining us tonight. Oh, thank you, Bronte, for having me on your show. No worries. So, first of all, tell me, what is this new project? It's called The Cowboys. Um, basically, um, it's just my old friend, Jules Pasco, who's the bass player from, mainly known from the jazz party. Um, and we used to play together about 10 years ago. He used to be my main man on the bass for a good seven years or so, um, back in the days when we played at the Evelyn. And um, about a year ago, I decided that, you know, it's been too long since we hung out and actually played music together. And he's such a beautiful guy. And we decided to hang out and just do, like, Tuesday afternoons, chill out, just hang out in his house. And, and he's got his cool studio. And he decided to play guitar recently, so he bought a whole bunch of pedals. And I'm all about tone and sound with my guitar and my pedals. So it was a, just a fun thing to do. We just hang out together and and jam out and we just press record and eventually it came pretty quickly that um, we're you know, doing something pretty cool, we really enjoyed it and it just came together really fast. And you know, one thing led to the next, we realized realizing we were writing an album basically. So that's sort of how it started. Um, so how did you, oh sorry. Yeah. How did yeah, you come up with the name and the, and the concept of the, the new band? Well, the the thing that we were we both agreed first of all was that uh, we wanted to play slow music and we wanted to play music that um, you want to listen to late at night, um, you know, kind of like midnight to six a.m. kind of music. So the because I grew up listening to like Pauly Said a lot, um, which was a you know big band in the nineties. Um, you know they were known for like trip hop and all that, but they really had their own sound, and I like that slow, mysterious dark emotional beauty that they that they did and it was also musically interesting not just samples and you know and singing on top there was great musicianship involved and also uh, great attention to detail with tone and sound uh, so that was a, a sort of a major influence and also I I come from painting and um, I used to listen to a lot of slow music um, you know just moody music even jazz and stuff like that but I guess um the visual aspect was was a, an important thing, so it was sort of we agreed that we wanted to do something that was sort of visually stimulating in a in a sonic way, I guess. Um, and and yeah, so it sort of keep that sort of simplicity where it was just both of us um, playing guitars and coming with, with you know chords and agree on score changes and make it as simple as possible. Um, one of the first track on the, the first track on the album is called Back to Basics which um, is basically the concept of the record was to go back to basics uh, as far as the musical side of things go, really simple, just a few alternate major minor chords. And then I'll eventually, um, what would happen is that I would pick up my, my notepads, my notebooks, my drawing books, anything I could find to find some words that would make sense with this sort of moody, sensual music. And then sometimes it would just jump out of the page and I start singing and mumbling something. And often I'll just ramble on and the take was taken, was done within, you know, within a few minutes and all of a sudden we had a song. So we, we moved really quickly, which was really refreshing and nice. 
and very satisfying on so many levels. Um, and we kept the beats really, really simple, just using like a, whatever samples we had, you know, just had a, a boom, clack kind of slow feel and add some shakers to it. And then that's sort of how we build the stuff. Um, and the Cowboys came about because uh, Jules Pascal playing in the jazz party. Um, back in May, jazz party did a, uh, uh, a big party at the the Evelyn Hotel in Fitzroy, and they wanted to celebrate everything um, Twin Peaks um, and David Lynch, so they they decided to turn the whole venue into sort of a cabaret show thing, uh, with performers performing and uh, doing a whole, whole bunch of stuff that were, you know, inspired by David Lynch movies, and especially Twin Peaks. And the reason why they did it was the, the night before the, um, the first uh, episode of the new season, um, and they wanted to have a band that um, was the first band that people would walk in. So they wanted the people to walk, the punters to walk through the side of the Evelyn and through the first little bar there. And they wanted to have that feel that uh, of the pink room, which is um, a scene in, um, in the Fire Walk With Me, which is uh, a prequel to Twin Peaks, Twin Peaks, um, uh, where Laura Palmer, it's the Laura Palmer story before she died when she gets high on coke and goes to parties and <laughs> there's this famous scene um, when she's in the stink room where there's a band playing really slow CD stripper style music and um, all of a sudden the you know um, people are dancing slowly and but the band uh, that is playing on stage is wearing massive extravagant cowboy hats and um, so they they were like we're going to have a band called the Cowboys and that's what happened. We we were called the Cowboys straight away. That's so um, we <laughs> we didn't have much of a choice. <laughs> and then Jules, Jules being Jules, he was going, oh, you know, it's a name, you know, it works. Um, and we, I came up with so many names, and I had a list, and um, yeah, I started talking to a lot of people about it, and they go, oh, I don't like the Cowboys, you know, which is some people thought it was a bit more misogynistic or things like that, but. Um, eventually, people would just remember the name. Say, I went to band playing the Cowboys. And I was like, well, there you go. It's working. And people are remembering. Okay. It's an easy name to remember. Um, we did perform with Cowboy Hats on the first <laughs> show and probably the second show, but after that, I dropped it. Uh, just, <laughs> it's, it's not, it's Too not generic. a thing. But we kept, we kept the smoke machine and the, and the red light, right, red lighting. So it still has a sort of pink room stripper vibe going on yeah. I guess so we might we might jump into one of your songs and then yep. we'll come back and chat to you a bit more we're now going to finish our interview with the band's leading man Adrian Sib. so Adrian if people want to catch the Cowboys live and their new music in Melbourne where can they go well um, the Cowboys are playing at the old bar on Sunday the 8th of uh, April um, which is the Sunday after the long Easter weekend um, we are actually opening for Shifting Sands um, which is uh, a band from Queensland um, and it's actually the new project from Jeffrey Jeff, Jeffrey from um, Six Foot Hick which is a, quite a cool rock and roll band but they, they, he's started doing this uh, sort of Serge Gainsbourg inspired slow music so Joel yeah. from the old bar thought it would be a, a good combination have us play that and, uh, our first 
single, which is uh, Tie Me Down, um, and I played it to him, he really liked it, and, and then we just went from there. Um, on the same uh, night, uh, Ruby Jones uh, will be opening for us, which is uh, an awesome band and a beautiful, beautiful songstress um, called Ruby, and um, yeah, they're all part of the family, I guess, so, so it'll be a really, really exciting night. So if people want to follow what you guys are up to as well, uh, do you have any online? I just started uh, an Instagram account and a Facebook account. Um, I believe they're both under uh, the Cowboys Melbourne. Unfortunately, there are many Cowboys out there. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, um, you know, given the story, we had to stick to the Cowboys. Um, but um, luckily enough, there's the Cowboys Melbourne does exist. Great. Um, um, yeah. What was your project before this? Um, well, I always perform under Sib, which uh, is my, my nickname, I guess. Um, and I've been performing with uh, different outfits over the years. I started off doing sort of a D'Angelo, Prince Funkadelic sort of mega band with 10-piece. Tempe's band with horn section and backing singers and, and then I ended up in the last two years just uh, performing just me and a drummer so I went the whole other spectrum and did more like sort of black keys white stripe kind of rock and roll um, I went through a big phase of listening to a lot of you know uh, Delta Blues and um, and soul music so I was trying to blend those things together um, so it's sort of sort of moved a lot um, you can also find a lot of my music um, on all the platforms uh, on the SID so SID and uh, the main the last record is called Loaded Heart which was released in uh, 2016 and that's on you know iTunes Spotify everything um, but yeah um, with the Cowboys it's um, a matter of time till we put it out there we're still in the process of mixing and Finishing up uh, a few recordings for the for the whole album is uh, this actual actual debut album coming up. But this single "Tie Me Down" is the one we're going to celebrate um, at the All Bar. So the theme of this show is sort of creatives pursuing their passions and and going out there and um, not being afraid to try something new. So what made you know that music was what you needed to do? Well, music has always been a has always had uh, an important place in my life. Always, I remember dancing in the living room with my mother to Elvis Presley records, or watching my father play um, the boogie woogie drunk on the piano, and it was something that was very exciting and fun, and sometimes sometimes dangerous. You know, my mom would get upset or something like that. My dad coming home playing the blues on the piano, and I always wanted to play the guitar so I could play with my dad. So. Sort of, it was sort of a guilty, guilty pleasure coming from someone who's always. I always drew my thing was draw and paint. Um, I studied painting for many years, from Paris to Sydney, um, and eventually, um, I just wanted. I guess I wanted to reach out to more people more directly. The thing about painting is that you can spend a lot of time on your own. It's a beautiful thing to do, which is meditative and. You know, it can be quite um, quite hard for a lot of people, especially if you suffer from anxiety or depression, to put your work out there, and it's very personal, and, you know, to have an exhibition and stuff like that, but I guess with music, it's 
kind of similar, but it all started because I I felt that my painting was quite musical in some ways. I listened because I listened to music. My painting was quite abstract, so I kind of played music and I would let the music sort of guide me and do this sort of abstractive figuration type colorful paintings. Um, but it came to a point where I was um, actually doing self-portraits of me playing the guitar. So I thought maybe um, maybe I should stop painting here for a second. And, um, and obviously it was something that I was very passionate about. It's sort of like a, a guilty pleasure, but in a good way, you know. Um, and I started a band um, back in Sydney uh, when I first arrived in the early 2000s. Um, it was a band called Iris. There was another band called Iris, but it was another one. Uh, and we ended up touring with Nick Cave in the Bat Seeds and did some, you know, we got pretty big pretty quickly and I thought, this is it, I'm going to be a rock and roll star. And, <laughs> but um, it didn't happen that way. Um, there were some issues within the band and I ended up starting uh, recording music myself because I wrote half, most of the songs and um, there's a funny anecdote where because I couldn't, I couldn't afford, you know, uh, digital stuff so I had this cool little four-track um, tape recorder that a, a French painter friend of mine who unfortunately passed away since uh, gave gave to me as a present as a farewell present when I left Paris in, in the late 90s and um, I finally found it and took out an old dusty thing and started playing drums and um, um, but I didn't have drumsticks so I used my paintbrushes so <laughs> I guess there you know came a sort of a, a moment where you know everything kind of combined um and you know i spent a lot of time in my bedroom just like a painter would you know just trying to practice trying to put the sounds uh, and the colors you know the musical sounds i could i was hearing and liking um at the time i was very much inspired by people like you know er, like early records of lenny kravitz and sort of that or you know pink floyd or um jjkl that kind of stuff and i listened to a lot of james brown just to get my rhythm good and um, and D'Angelo, I really love D'Angelo, and uh, so I and Prince obviously, and that kind of sort of came through, um, and then eventually I figured that I should move to Melbourne because this is where the music is at, um, and that's what I did, and yeah, and I started this this band. The know, rest is my, history. Uh, yeah, on the set, so and that's kind of how it all started. Just quickly, if you could yep. give one gem of wisdom or a piece of advice to someone who's maybe just starting out in the music industry, what would it be? Oh, that's a big thing. I, I'd say, um, you know, um, the cliche, but it's not a cliche. It's, you just got to believe in yourself and yeah. and, the, and just spend time with, with yourself. And like I said, like a lot of, from for my personal experience, it's more of a meditative thing and it's it's not an easy one to want to share to people um you can't just go hey i wrote a cool song and you know mm. bring out the guitar at the dinner table and people go oh my god this is so embarrassing <laughs> you know it's so bad or they might go it's awesome you don't you don't know until you do it um part of the reason why i, I went from painting to playing guitar and singing which i never thought i would do i mean believe me like listening to my own voice back is it was horrible at first, you know, and like I, I couldn't pitch right, and, but I just kept at it and kept at it until, you know, until like I was sort of satisfied and I could hear the progress and I could hear I was getting better at it. 
and then, you know, stepping out of the bedroom and singing in backyards or, and then going, I'm so pumped about this, I want to, you know, get some mates involved and start a band, you know, and mm -hmm. we were all sort of the same level. It was great to, I remember those days fondly where I was very excited about sharing it with mates who were sort of like trying out on the bass and or on the drums and saying, well, we should just jam and go from there and see what happens. And the more you do it, the, get, the better you get at it. As far as the music industry goes, it's a very um, slow process, or it can be very rapid and you know and swift if you know what to do. I mean, it's we live in a time where you know you can put your demo out on SoundCloud, you know, within within seconds of you finishing a track at home on your own and with your gear. You know, like that's um, like a different different aspect. I guess at the end of the day, you just Got to know what do you want to achieve and where do you see yourself and uh, how you're going to get there. Um, and that can mean, you know, that can mean just musically or with some friends. What do you want to sing about? What do you want to sound like? Where do you see yourself? And then there's so much more to it. It's like, how do you put the show together? How do you organize the tour? I mean, this goes down a really serious rabbit hole <laughs> and there's no there's no trick of the trade like everyone who is successful I've met a lot of people like I mentioned you know Nick Cave or you know uh, the guys from the Waste from Perth or you know back in the days you know sometimes you end up in the van touring Australia sometimes you just put a cool song on and you got a good connection boom it just happens really quickly everyone has a different success story. But I guess, at the end of the day, everyone is very passionate and they work hard. Um, but don't be too hard on yourself. This is, yeah. this is the, the reason why the Cowboys is, exist is because I was too hard on myself and decided I just wanted to chill out with my mate Jules and do some cool afternoon songs, which, <laughs> strangely enough, I sound better at, you know, at two in the morning. So, <laughs> there's, so there's no secret. You know, there's no secret to trade. Yeah, that, but that's good advice, is just don't be too hard on yourself. So I'll give you one last plug. The Cowboys are playing their debut single launch Sunday 8th of April at the Old Bar. Make sure yeah. you check it out. Thanks so much for joining us, Adrian. Thanks so much, Bronte. It's been a pleasure talking to you.